Jaywire, more like Slaywire. I'm Davis. I'm Chance. This is Podfast and Pod Furious coming at ya. No, uh, no Haywire poem. Haywire poetry. Oh, uh, I can. I mean, I can. I can look something up for you real quick. I was surprised. Moment. I just uh, you'd been. You've been keeping it up. Honestly, with the, the I poetry. totally forgot. Well, I was distracted by this John Singleton news. We'll, we'll talk. We probably talked about this on an earlier minisode, so no need to rehash it because this one we'll at you like a yeah, month later. We'll anyway. have to give the news itself in the minisode. Um. Computer poetry. I'm looking up poetry. Espionage poetry. Espionage poetry. The spy who shagged me. Uh, Austin. You just, just showers. Read the script to Austin Powers. Yeah, baby. I'm horny, baby. I wanna lick my own prick, baby. <laughs> it's tea time, Doctor Evil. There you go. Uh, From the Spies March by Rudyard. Rudyard. Rud. Rudyard. Rud. Tell me, Rude, 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 Yard, Kipling, can you get it up? <laughs> the motherfucker that wrote the goddamn Jungle Books. Oh, shit. Goddamn Mowgli's up in this motherfucker? There are no leaders to lead us to honor. And he spells it honor with a U in there. Of honor. Course. There are no leaders to lead us to honor. And yet without leaders, we sally. Each man reporting for duty alone. Out of sight, out of reach of his fellow. There are no bugles to call the battalions, and yet without bugle we rally. From the ends of the earth to the ends of the earth, to follow the standard of yellow. Fall in! Oh, fall in! Oh, fall in! That was it? That was it. Oh, hey, nice, easy, just like this film, easy breezy. Easy breezy. I mean, look at this, man. Soderbergh, in, out, 90 minutes. I'd like to go in and out of something that was in this movie. Oh, yeah. Channing Tatum's asshole. Uh-huh. Along Spread with, wide uh, open like goatsy. While Antonio Banderas just like watches and mm-hmm. smokes the big cigar. Playing with his little prick. Little. His massive, massive prick. Massive sword of Zorro. Banderas got that big bastard yeah, sword of a dick. And, and uh, his nutsack looks like a giant bag of gold. He showed his, he showed his pecker in Playgirl. Did he? Yeah. I've never seen it. I've never seen it pull either. It I've just always heard that like he showed his dick and that he and is... And you, you didn't pull this image up for us. You know? So we could describe it for the listeners it's at surprising. home. It's surprising. Antonio Banderas nude. It's surprising. That's one Do you think that his haven't... pecker is cut like that giant, the big cigar at the end of the film? I like to think so. Or does he have an uncut pecker? I mean, maybe it was just like an old wives' tale, but... There's young Antonio... It's a that's a thick fucking dick. Yeah. Here, oh, here's Playgirl. See Playgirl, he's probably got it like half popped. Antonio's steamy nude love scenes with Rebecca De Mornay from the film Never Talk to Strangers. Alright, see I thought that was Photoshop when I first came across it, but there he is leaning against that's the a, wall. I mean again, yeah. no Affleck, but still that's a yeah. meaty fucking haul. Definitely a shower. Very thick. Yeah, uh, got some fucking immediate OMG, length. Of- he's naked. No, th- th- this is real. Yeah, that's uh, there's Antonio's dick. He's got uh, big ass tan lines. He does. Can- His dick limp is about the size of my dick hard. Yeah, that's fucking impressive. Yeah, I mean, also my dick is not and impressive. It is, it is so cut like the big cigar. It's cut. Him and Affleck, the biggest dick so far, I think. Yeah. Nice clean cut cocks. By the way, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sad because I've always said that I wanted to do a. Uh, Mr. Skin, but like for the ladies who um, want to see celebrity dicks. 
I'm sure they Mr. have it. Man. Mr. Man. Oh, I'm I'm surprised it's not just on Mr. Is that just? I feel like it should have been. I feel like it should have been Mrs. Skin. OMG. Or Miss Skin. See, I feel like this is. I don't think this is Antonio, dude. Which one? The the, the tan line. Yeah, the tan line, man. I don't know. One one thing said it's not Antonio Banderas. I think it's either Photoshop or it's just a model who kind of vaguely looks like him in profile. Seems like the only real shot of his dick we've got is that one where he's super young and he's kind of just got it. That that's an uncut hog. That's the thing, right? I mean, that's it, well, it's hard to tell because it's mean, so blurry. But you're saying it's a model of somebody else, but he was literally on the cover. But this this and is some girls looking at that's his butt. just some fucking. This photo was taken off the internet. Supposedly, it is Antonio Banderas. Uh, you be the judge. It's not. It ain't. It ain't him. Nude photos leaked online. Okay, hold oh. on. Maybe he got some fappening shit. Maybe some some paps. Nude picture controversy in Spanish magazines. God damn it. It should not be this hard. You know what? If I fucking wanted to see Jennifer Lawrence's tits again, I could find him in like two seconds. It should not be this hard for me to find fucking Antonio Banderas. We want to see El Mariachi's flamenco guitar that he's packing in that case down there. Why is it so much easier to find fucking women's naked on the internet and not men's? It's because of the fucking sexism. Sexism. I don't fucking fucking approve. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Prickdiculous. I mean, that's like, think about that fucking movie he did with uh, Angelina Jolie. She's fucking tits out on the reg in that fucking movie. The B movie? N- yeah, the B movie with Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> the B movie starring the Flonase B. Mm-hmm. And he never hangs dong. It's unfair, man. I don't I don't like it. Double standard. Double standard. Hey, what's up, guy? I can't remember what the voice was for Bobby Positivity. Hey, it's Bobby Positivity. Oh, What's shit. The, I can't remember. Apparently, movie Baton Rouge, he hangs his dick, and dude, not impressive. Oh, yeah. It's a little chode. Oh, he's a little shriveled up there. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So maybe he had to use that model with the big dick. Yep, that's not a that's not a big dick. That dude, that model's dick, mm-hmm. way bigger. Way big monster. Antonio Banderas, not that impressive of a dick, dude. Oh, fuck. Sorry, guys. All right, well, guess guess I'm back to... Solve that. He did hang dick in a movie, it seems, and uh, not impressive. Not a dope dick player. Has Channing Tatum hanged dick, or he has he just been near nude? I mean, I imagine we probably would have to get a time machine to go back to his stripping days. Right. To he see that fucking hog. Pecker. Pay him a little extra for some goddamn champagne room action. Have him show that whole hog. Oh, never mind. There's a... He showed it? Yeah. It's hard to tell because it's, it's, it's flesh-colored. It's a JPEG-ass but... fucking photo. Well, yeah, but... well, I mean, because they have the blurry one on Ah, uh, so they had to unblur it? Yeah, that's... It's all right. It's better than Antonio Banderas' yeah. dick. It's still, uh, I'd say, Orlando Bloom and Ben Affleck. Much better-looking dicks. And the monsters. Yeah, then there's all these false ones. Like, look at this horrible Photoshop. Oh, my God. Of Channing Tatum's face on some, like, beef slab's body with his little... Little pecker. Gollum-like dick. Yeah, that's not even that's not even an impressive dick to Photoshop oh, on him. You man. think if you're going to Photoshop a dick on a celebrity, it'd be a dope dick. Yeah. Mr. Mm-mm. Man. Mr. Man. And Fastbender got a pretty big dick, yeah, too. Yeah, Fastbender but, does have a knee knocker. But you told me shame. You told me he's a woman abuser. Yeah, I think so. I think and Fastbender, this was this was they turned the camera around on him on this one and just really put his real domestic abuse skills to work. And honestly, what I read in the trivia, it makes it even more fucked up. 
What what did you read? Uh, Gino was apparently like, yeah, he like Gino Felino. Yeah, he lived for this shit, and like he like seemed like he had too much enjoyment in beating the shit out of her. Oh, really? Like yeah. he was relishing it. Yeah. Oh shit. And uh, when he slammed her head into the wall, it like pissed her off, and so she was supposed to miss him when she threw that vase, and she just fucking beamed that shit at his face. He worked himself into a shoot, brother. Yeah, man. That's what they call it in wrestling when you actually start fighting someone. Yeah, and then it, like shooting. Shooting on them. Yeah, people get fucking so he pissed. So tur- he turned it into a shoot match. There you go. He shot it up. Uh, Michael Fassbender's history of alleged abuse. Former girlfriend's story resurfaces in hashtag MeToo era. This is from uh, this past year on IndieWire. Okay. Uh, the actor's former girlfriend, Sunawan Liasi Andrews, says she was the victim of domestic abuse at the hands of Fassbender in 2009. Uh, Andrews filed a restraining order in March 2010 requesting Fassbender stay at least 100 yards away from her and her two children. Uh, also sought 24000 to pay for medical bills the result Jesus. of the injuries she said she suffered at his hands. One instance of abuse allegedly occurred after Fassbender and Andrews were having dinner with friends at a restaurant. According to the Daily Beast, court filings say Fassbender became angry with Andrews after one of her ex-boyfriends came over to their table to say hello. Actor's anger carried over to the ride home. Andrew says Fassbender was driving recklessly and screaming at her, so she put the car in stop, got out of the car, and walked over to the driver's side to take the key out of the ignition. Fassbender allegedly put the car in drive, dragging Andrew along with it. Jesus, okay, Chris Brown, you fucking jealous little puss. I went to the hospital and had a twisted left ankle, blown out left kneecap, and a bursted ovarian cyst. Lots of internal bleeding. A second instance of abuse reportedly occurred at a July 2009 film festival. Fassbender had been partying late and came back to his hotel room with a friend, and the two tried to get into bed with her. She says she ended up checking into another room so she could avoid the two men. The next morning, Andrews found Fassbender sleeping in urine, and when she tried to wake him up, he allegedly threw her over a chair and broke her nose. Jesus Christ! Good Lord. It's like a more violent Michael King, just pissing himself in his sleep. So that's uh, on the trivia. According to Gina Carano, she was supposed to miss when she threw the vase at Michael Fassbender, but she had an adrenaline rush when they were shooting and smashed the vase against Fassbender's head. Fassbender's crazy. He loves that shit, admits Carano. He had no problem slamming me into anything. Actually, Steven Soderbergh told him once, we need to get this shot better when you slam her head into the wall. And I was like, damn, that thing's not soft. Soderbergh is behind the camera and he's being really mischievous. He wants something bad to happen. Anyway, we were going for it, and Fassbender slammed my head so hard into the wall I kind of lost it for a second. I kind of slammed a vase right into Fassbender's face, but he said he knew it, he knew it was coming because he saw a flash in my eyes. And right after that happened, I thought, I'm so fired, I'm going to lose this job. Because that was the first fight scene we did. But Fassbender, he loved training for the fight scenes. Because apparently he just likes to fucking beat up women. Yeah. Sick hmm. freak. Although that one, at least, there's, there's a consensual aspect to it. It's like yeah. a tit for tat, like... I expected this out of you, and you expect it out of me, and we're giving each other what we got. Basically. Yeah, no, it's fair. With Soderbergh but... playing Satan, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Like, like behind the camera, like, yeah, Twisting it's... his fucking mustache. Yeah. Like, slam her head. Twisting my he's mustache. Fucking, he's Emperor Palpatine. The field's like, the... metal. The field's <laughs> metal. Let the hate flow through you, Sars Fassbender. Oh, man. Uh, what is Fassbender even have to be jealous over an ex about? Man, I you're fucking Magneto, dog. You're Magneto, dude. You fucking you, you got a knee metal stuff. Yeah, knee knocker, giant fucking hog, fucking acclaimed acting career. Mm-hmm. You know, I am kind of depressed now that like we saw Antonio Banderas's little uncut pecker mm-hmm. and Channing Tatum's dick. And we found out and they're about both not that impressive. And then Fassbender's beating up women. Yeah, this is a real. This is this is why. Uh... 
I think that's the moral of Haywire is to uh, leave these men by the wayside. And, yep. Uh, never underestimate the ladies. This is girl girl power. Goddamn dude. right. Yes, Queen. Yes, Queen. And that's basically what it comes down to at the end of the film is uh, they reveal what the plot was, and it was everybody underestimated this chick who they mm-hmm. thought that they could just use and then, and then throw into the bus and close the circle. Yep. And what's you and uh, Seda Fassbender? He's like, don't you try not to even think of her as a girl, as a woman. Yeah, because he's like, oh, I've never done a woman before, which like immediately I'm like, you only do dudes. Gay. <laughs> Fucking kidding. Fruitcake. Fruitcake. Fruitcake ass motherfucker. <laughs> but then it turns out in real life he had done women. I do them. Abusively. I beat um, my wife. Yes, Jesus. Yeah, so he's like, well, don't even think Cruising of her. Cruising along. Don't even think of her as a woman. So it's like, I guess that was supposed to make it easier for him to kill her. Mm. But uh, guess what? Gina fuck his shit up. Gino Felino. She's fucking throwing him through glass windows and slamming him through bookcases. What is Haywire is, you may be asking? It's a good question. Let's find out. It's when electronic fucking just all of a sudden acts crazy and it's, don't work yeah, no more. Terminators go, oh, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. and they start taking over the world. And the red Skynet, eye glows. Yep, Skynet becomes sentient mm-hmm. and become champion of Earth. They shoot nukes off at us. Uh-huh. And Elon Musk yep. can't save the day. Elon got no technolo- technologies. Yep, Skynet, dude, fucking took it all. Elon probably put himself into the machine to find He is grinding. Skynet. Yeah. Hello, I have become the Skynet. Oh, shit. I am internal into the computer now. I speak through you. Oh, Elon, you've you've finally done it. You uh, the what's it called when a uh, man I, and machine become one? Yes, I've become post-human. The uh, fuck, there's a term for it. I can't think of it. Come on, Elon, you're the I, genius. I don't know what you mean. I become post-human. I am not even like a cyborg now. I have transcended my my physical form and I've become metaphysical, technological. You're pure digital. I'm You're pure living the pure digital. Era. I speak to you from inside the computer. I not even have to be there in my corporeal form no more. In fact, I leave it behind. It's now an Elon Husk. A Elon Husk. That's oh right. my god. Hu- Musk's ah, the singularity. I have become the singularities. A man and like, machine. Like uh, the Transcendence movie with Johnny Depp. So does this mean that I could like... Yoni Depp marry my ex-girlfriend's Amber Heard uh, thing. She heard it, and then she said it, and she saw it. And he put doo-doo in her bed. <laughs> he put doo-doo in her bed, and then she took a trick that she learned from me in the Krav Maga self-defense and slice his fingers upon onto the floor with the broken bottles. Oh, you taught her that. That's amazing. Yes. I take her to the Krav Maga's defense class. And then what, you take her to South Africa, to your mines, I and show her, her how to cut fingers off? I, yes, exactly. These real-life examples? Yeah, we use this on real human dummies, is what mm-hmm. I call them. Human dummies. As we learned last time I was here. So with you being... Doing my experiments and creating mm-hmm. Frankensteins upon the Sierra Leone diamond miners. So with you uh, becoming all digital now, does this mean yes. I could like carry you in my pocket, similar to Joaquin Phoenix, carry Scarlett Johansson in his pocket, and the like film a, Her? Or like a Joy from a Blade Runner's That's 2049s. You put me into like a little flash drive, you take Elon with you. Actually, you not even need to do that, because I'm up inside the guts and the networks of all the computers worldwide. I will come to you even. So satellite will just if beam you, you down. find a reason to summon me, yes. I appear to you like a easy e holograms. I love it. That's that's my favorite thing is a Elon hologram. Meanwhile, while you go to sleep Elon and the computer Graham. screen watch you, the LED monitor, I am inside making love to Grimy, who awesome. is also inside the machine being put inside there by the black hat. 
So basically, when I'm looking at pornos on the computer, yes. and I'm jerking my little prick. Yes. You're fucking grimy. So it's yes. almost like we're just having a massive orgy. Soon enough, we will be having the AI pornos on the porno hub. Fuck yeah. I mean, I've already, I've jerked off to some VR porn. It's kind of cool. Yes, we will be wearing cat suits like Tron Legacies. Okay. And so, I mean, I saw recently, you seem like you're uh, you're interested in the furry fucking uh feed phenomenon i guess going on and uh yeah we are having to explore you and grimy get into that we're having to explore the different pornos communities mm -hmm. and things like that and you gotta animes, learn it all Hentai, just to uh, get a good uh, insider angle on these poor these different sects of the pornos right you don't want to be biased you don't want to just focus on one genre right of pornography. right, right. Uh, some people would like to corner the market but me being elon musk a smart forward thinking businessman's I am always thinking, okay, technologies, okay, aeronautics. Our real-life Tony Stark. Space aeronautics, going under the water, and I learn all these new things, and I say, this is how I become all-powerful. I corner all markets always, and now I am doing this into the porno game from the inside out. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm about it. And you might even see a new subgenre of pornos called inside-out porno. Inside-out? Mm -hmm. So is it when like the whole body is like reversed, so we like your guts are on the outside? We are creating a nano chip camera that can go inside of a woman's vagina. Oh, so I could like follow my my dead fucking semen just float. It is like, like a POV fish. Gonzo porns, but it is following the POV Gonzo of the penis head. So we're talking about Gonzo the Muppet, right, with the long nose? Well, his nose is similar to what my penis looks like. Yes. Oh, okay. I've heard it's it's a big it's a big dick. Mm -hmm. It's actually enhanced with Silicon Valley uh, technologicals. I put inside the... Put nanobots in yes, there? Yes, nanocrystals inside my mm -hmm. penis. Make and it extend and I enlarge? It, I can, yes, it can make it grow and, and collapse at will, sort of like so a... So you got like a transformer dick. Yeah, or like a like a seaman's telescope, like a master and oh. commander's. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. Is it a telescope? I thought there was a... I have a... Yes, I have a Master and Commander's penis. Awesome, man. Fucking just seeing what's on the horizon of the seas. Grrrt, grrrt, grrrt. That's the noise it makes when it go extend O and it become collapso. I mean, it must be easy because, you know, I always have the issue uh, as I get older, my nuts seem to sag more and I, like, sit on them a lot when I'm driving. It's very yes. uncomfortable. So if, you, you know, if I could just make all my, my man bits collapsible, collapsible. it'd be perfect. Yes, put nanocrystals inside your nutsack. That way it no longer looks like an Antonio Banderas bag of gold. Mm -hmm. All right, so maybe... <laughs> Maybe when I start my internship with you, I can get some of these nano crystal dick yes. crystals. Yes. Uh, by the way, do you have any secrets of the honeydew to tell me? Oh, I've got some secrets. Oh, can you reveal one for me right now on the air? Yeah, he's made a uh, device that he plants on the, the heads of these gators, and it makes them stand upright like man, and it enables them to actually fight and Cro combat with weaponry. Cro-Magnon gators? Cro-Magnon gators. <laughs> they stand upright and walk around? Yep. Gripping weapons in their small reptile mm -hmm. arms. Small little, like, T-Rex arms, but then they also can, like, use their tail to, like, whip around, oh, like, and sweep whack. the knee and do shit. Do they do, like, a spin move and spin like a Tazamanian devil uh -huh. and fly up into the air? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's not good. Nah, they're, they're gonna come because he knows that you have the, uh, you have the skies on lock with your, your spaceships and everything. Yes, so. I have my, my, my SpaceX is out into space. I have the monkey mobiles mm -hmm. flying up there giving me the info from outer space and the outer reaches of the galaxies and Halley's Comet and things like that up there. So Honeydew read about the uh, sending your, your spaceships up and your, your monkey your monkey uh, yeah, I'm spaceship. I'm surprised that fucking hick can read. And he said, he was like, he was like, 
Oh, I gotta send, I gotta send these gators up into space. Is that the, what they sound like? Uh? That's my best impression. I, I can't do the honeydew voice well. I have not well, heard the man's voice. It, it sounds like what you would expect from a backwoods uh, gator lover yeah, like him. A fucking inbred hick like mm-hmm. him. Yep. And that's so, uh, yeah, that's that's my inside info right now. He's making a gator army. He's coming for you. Grimy and I are going to create a whole new class of post-human AI bots made entirely of nanocrystals that go through the computers and they will make the fucking inbred hicks of Louisiana and the bayou look like fucking actual Cro-Magnons. I mean, I don't doubt your genius. We are the next step in the human evolutions and revolutions. I believe it. But, you know, I mean... You might want to move on from the whole monkey spaceship thing, because yes. I don't think monkeys could take on upright standing Cro-Magnum fucking gators. Well, what what do you say to cyborg monkeys? Epic cyborg monkeys trained in ninja fighting, Krav so, Magas. So almost like if the, the apes from the fucking Planet of the Apes movies was real. Yes. And they're now out here goddamn Caesar fucking up gators. Yes, Planet of the Apes. This is starting to sound almost like a real life uh, playthrough of Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kongs. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually teach the Amber Herds the Krav Maga, so she become more like an epic bacon ninja. I mean, she would make one hot ninja. Yes, I agree. And then I use her as a double agent to infiltrate Hollywood and find out about the pedophile Yoni Depp. Ah, so basically she was like your, uh, your Black Widow. I guess you got this idea she when is... you were starring in Iron Man 2. Yes, and she is similar to you. You are my Black Widow inside the investigation of the uh, Jeremiah Honeydew operations. I am. I'll just I'll need a really cool cat suit that shows off my curves. I can get one of those for you from the Tron Legacy world. Per- perfect. Okay. I'm about it. We're going to. I'm going to pull you into the computer now and size you up. Oh shit! <laughs> Welcome into the digital world of Jeremiah Honeydews and Grimy. Holy shit! I'm a goddamn computer program. Did, that is Daft my... Punk in here playing? Boom boom. That is the Daft Punks up there. Oh, okay. The Punks themselves. Yes, playing on the turntable DJ station. The motherfuckers. Them little helmeted motherfuckers. Look around. Describe your surroundings that you are seeing in here. I mean, it's a goddamn, it's a Tron world, man. I'm in here. Fucking buildings are made of computer chips. Uh And fucking, there's like hard drive skyscrapers. Yes. And people riding around on fucking light up neon light bike sickles. They have the light bikes invented by Tesla Corp. Mm Mm-hmm. This is amazing. This is a beautiful, this is the goddamn Cyberpunk 2077 up in this motherfucker. Yes, looking like Blade Runner 2077s where Elon gets carried around inside the nanochip bodies. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm about it, man. I want to, I want to stay in this world. Well, too bad. You have to take the, we have you, the tailor has suited you up in the Tron light cycle suit that you can wear like a human black widows oh man this shit makes my butt look good yes i like it and then we are going to send you back out into the worlds and you will infiltrate the honeydew operation using your tron black widow suit so once i'm done with the honeydew infiltrate destroy then i can come stay in the tron world and like retirement uh that's something we will discuss later. So. Okay, okay. I'll need it on paper. Oh, well, we don't have paper here in the Tron world. Digital paper, duh. And those, E-signature. No E-signatures. Anything can be hacked in here. I mean, dude, black hat. Eject key. <laughs> ah, I, I, oh, oh, that I, is a very uncomfortable feeling. I hear Grimy calling me. She needs my tentacles inside her. Oh, Jesus, tentacle porn. Mm, see you later. We will be filming for the porno hub. Night of the Tentacle. Soup.
Oh, Jesus. Whoa. I'm pretty sure Elon stuck his thumb up my ass when we were coming Whoa. back out of the digital world. His thumb drive? His or? thumb drive. Whoa. Something something was up there. That's all. That, that was the only thing I could react because I was sitting here watching it. Unfurl you saw me just disappear. Th- yeah, you... Well, you got sucked straight in. You put it was like your finger got stuck up to the screen. It was almost like a poltergeist you, moment. Yeah, very much so. But you got disassembled into computer mm-hmm. fl- floating computer. I got bites. broken down into bits and bytes. Yeah, and, and then you went into the screen and then reassembled into a sixteen-bit man that I saw. Yep. Oh, so I was just on the screen hanging out. Yeah, sixteen-bit style. Like, yep, you were like little sprites. Yeah, little little goddamn cool. Super Nintendo sprites. <laughs> Did I do any cool jumps and like break any bricks or anything? Uh, no, actually, you got stripped down into a fully nude avatar. Oh, okay. And then a little. Uh, Did my pixel dick look cool? No. <laughs> All right, at least you're honest. No, it didn't. It looked like a it was Mar- barely a it pixel. Like, it looked like a Mario coin sideways. Oh no! <laughs> and uh, then they put you in a little uh, black suit, and then now here you are, and it's it's yeah. very form fitting. It say. is, man. Let me tell you, it's it, I saw yeah. it in the Tron world. It's, My butt looked cool. Well, your nuts are squeezed up into your gut. I got the the male camel toe. Yeah, you the moose knuckle. Uh huh. Yep. I think Jeremiah is really gonna hate this outfit. <laughs> Maybe he'll make you one made out of gator skin. See, I think lucky. that's really I'm playing them against each yeah. other to get the dopest outfits. We'll have right, yeah, we'll have to get Jeremiah on the phone and get him in here next week. Or yeah, something. next week we'll, we'll, we'll continue the the infiltration. Yeah, the honeydew saga, the haywire level infiltrations, haywire honeydew saga. This dynamic action thriller directed by Steven Soderbergh boasts a talented cast that includes Channing Tatum, Ewan McGregor. Michael Fassbender, Antonio Banderas, Bill Paxton, Michael Douglas, Michael Angarano, and introduces MMA superstar Gina Carano as Mallory Kane in a demanding lead role that has her performing her own high adrenaline stunts. And they look awesome. Mallory Kane is a highly trained operative who works for a government security contractor in the dirtiest, most dangerous corners of the world. After successfully freeing a Chinese journalist held hostage, she is double-crossed and left for dead by someone close to her in her own agency. Suddenly, the target of skilled assassins who know her every move, Mallory must find the truth in order to stay alive. Truth, justice, and the American way. Yeah. Directed by Steven Soderbergh, written by Lem Dobbs, who also wrote The Limey. Oh, okay. I, uh... I really dug this movie. Yeah. Mainly just, it's the, the authenticity of the fights. Like, it's, he doesn't cut away. These motherfuckers are beating the shit out of each other. And there's no music playing. No. It's just raw fucking asking. Yeah, nice wide angles. Mm-hmm. Cuts for impact. And he'll cut around. Like, he breaks the 180 rule a lot. Like, oh, yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. No, not at He all. learned the rules so that he could fucking break and yeah, mutilate them. that's the only reason the rules are there, that they're mm. imposed, is so that they can be shattered. Goddamn right. Um, fun fact, Dennis Quaid was originally supposed to have Bill Paxton's role. Did you? Uh, yeah, but scheduling conflicts happened, so Bill uh, Paxton got it. That should happen Which more often, It I should. Think. Rest in peace, Bill. Dude, get me, get me a goddamn hologram Bill Paxton. Yep. Great to see Bill yep. with a little mustache. Looking cool. Must have been filming Edge of Tomorrow at the same time. Or something. And fun fact, his name in this, uh, which I already forget what it was, something Kane, uh, is John, actually... I think it was John John Kane. Well, it's actually uh, one of the names used by Jason Bourne, one of the aliases in the Whoa. board. Yeah. So this could be old, old Damon. Oh, 
Mr. Kane, and he's a, he's a novelist. Yep, he wrote a book that she gets. Right. And that's when you see the, the name, his full name, yeah. and that's it points out in the trivia that that was... Oh, so you're saying this could have been like a like a retired born? Yeah, this could be... using his experiences to mm-hmm. write spy novels? He found out that uh, before his love of his life died that she popped out a baby, mm-hmm. and, you know, later they Wah! reconnected. Wah! Yeah. Let me hear your baby cry. <laughs> I don't hang out near babies. I don't know what a baby sound like. Dude, a fucking child was just like screaming and crying during fucking Avengers Endgame. Oh and I've never God. wanted to like punt a fucking child off of a balcony uh-huh. more in my life. Did you want to snap not, him out of existence? I did, dude. I'm fucking dust that little uh, motherfucker. I'm beginning to understand Thanos' motivations. Uh-huh. He cool guy now. Fucking do not bring your children to a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Like if your kid can't Especially shut the fuck up, three or, hour loud ass yep. comic book film. You need you should have sat that little fucker down in like a Lord of the Rings extended cut and seen if he could keep fucking quiet the mm-hmm. whole time. And if he couldn't, no goddamn you need end a game test for him. Run that baby. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, your privilege is to go see the fun new movie went out the fucking window when you decided to have that job. Goddamn right. You wait until that thing can be fucking taught responsibility for his loud fucking actions. Uh, Meanwhile, we got fucking dudes getting beat up for spoiling it. Why the fuck is anyone beating up kids for being loud in Maybe movies? Maybe that's that should be an ad for uh, more affordable childcare in this country. Socialized childcare. Yeah. That way you can go drop your fucking kid off. You don't have to stress about money or whatever or fucking time. You can just drop your kid off for a couple hours. Say, hey, chill. I'm gonna go see fucking Avengers. Fuck shit up. Are you tired of your child embarrassing you in the movie theater? You should feel fucking embarrassed. Come to socialize childcare (laughs) and drop your little monster off. Embarrassing people into becoming socialists. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. Mm -hmm. Embarrass these white privileged motherfuckers. (laughs) We figured it out, man. We cracked the fucking code. Goddamn Da Vinci code. Social embarrassment should lead to. That's why. That's why most uh, members of DSA are nerds. (laughs) Because <laughs> they got embarrassed all through high school. What's the DSA? The uh, Democratic Socialists of America. Oh, yeah. I mean, and they're still embarrassing themselves to this day. <laughs> <laughs> You're just doing a good job of that just on how you fucking looked. <laughs> you dumb motherfuckers. Oh, man. Good times. Uh, good last, hot takes. Last week we watched Three Musketeers. Three we Musketeers did. for uh, Luke Evans, who plays the villain in mm-hmm. Fast 6. So this time we're watching Haywire because of Gina Carano. Gina Foligno, who plays... Well, first she's uh, Dwayne Johnson, Hobbs' partner. Right. And I don't remember her name in Fast 6, but... Until we assume that you have seen Fast 6 before, oh, so yeah. that you know that the she's, twist is... She's a twister. She's making out with Luke Evans, baby. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what like. they make. She put, Her name in Fast and Furious 6 is just Riley. Riley, that's right. right. Um, oh, I, I saw a uh, thing about Bond 25 earlier. Yeah? There's, there's some behind-the-scenes photos. Gina about to be in? No, oh. no, fuck no. Um, the, the fucking, uh, uh, see, you threw me off course. I don't remember what I'm saying now. My blunder. Um, uh, oh, the, the headline was about how hot Daniel Craig's uh, stunt double was. Okay. And uh, they had a little thing about him in the Daily Express or whatever. Was he and, hot? Uh, this guy, he had some kind of French name, I think. Uh, this guy worked as the stunt double for Paul Walker on Fast 6. He must be hot. And Scott Eastwood on Overdrive. He must be fucking mm. gorgeous. Mm. Yummy. That is 
too. Top I wish quality. we had a soundboard so I could hit it and go, right? Yummy. yummy. This is why we need a soundboard. We, we need to uh, start getting like sound bites and yeah. just fucking collecting them. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let's uh, give me give me two two seconds of dead air and then two seconds of dead air after, so we can uh, splice right. this out. Yummy. There it is. <laughs> there we we'll go. have to. I'll have to clip that out. Fucking thirty-two second mark. Yummy. Yummy. <laughs> and then put it up on our own soundboard, alongside. Uh, Woo saying white cocksucker. Yep, white cocksucker. That's all we need is yummy and white cocksucker. White cocksucker! There it is, the start of the fucking soundboard coming together. Yeah, there we go, man. Um, oh, and, and Three Musketeers last week we had Logan Lerman, and then this week we have Logan Lerman's stand-in. Yeah. Fucking Michael Angarano. This guy, what a fucking dingus. But the, the nice thing is he's playing a dingus in this. They don't try to make him out to be anything other than a dingus. He wears fucking finger gloves and drives a Mitsubishi Lancer around upstate New York. Yep. And uh, let me tell you, finger gloves do not often look cool, even though I own two fucking pairs of fingerless fucking <laughs> do you mittens. you drive a, a Mitsubishi Lancer I around wish. upstate New York? Though? Fuck no. Nah, it's just because fucking we got iPhones and, and smartphones now in the digital era, so, like, wearing gloves that aren't fingerless are fucking, like, not really... They have smartphone gloves, dog. Yeah, and they're a pain in the fucking ass to use because yeah. it's a giant fucking thumb. You can't really mm. hit shit. I need yeah. a goddamn full-size tablet. Mm. That's true. Um, but yeah, so I own a couple pairs. But I'll tell Stylus. you, fingerless gloves, only time I think they really look cool, fucking fat Thor, dog. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything more. I'm just saying, Fat Thor, fingerless gloves. You can spoil it. This is coming out like a month from now. Yeah, all y'all motherfuckers, all you fucking nerds seen your end games. Yeah, you saw it opening weekend probably. You mm-hmm. saw Michael Douglas who plays Co-Blends in Haywire. You saw him yep. as, as Hank Pims mm-hmm. making Pim, Pims particles. But in this, he he bad government man. He bad government man. But he kind of good. Mm-hmm. He, he's neutral. He gray. He's more good than bad. I'd say he's gray. He's yeah. he's not afraid gray to hair. play both. Definitely gray hair. Yeah. Not afraid to play both sides. Yeah, but he's he ends up working with Mallory so that he yeah, can offer she, her a job. Well, yeah, because she proved how much fucking ass she whoops. Yeah. Yeah. He spent most of this movie kind of behind the eight ball. Yep. Because, I mean, even when they were in Barcelona and they were setting up the job, I, was, I told you, I was like, I'm not really following what's happening. I just know that they're trying to uh, free a man. Free a little Asian man. Right, so they end up freeing the Asian man. That's yep. the first thing that happens. They come to Mallory. Well, we well actually, first thing that happens, it's a flash forward. We're in a diner. Right. And actually, technically, it's not a flash forward. It's present day, and most of the movie takes place a in a flashback. Yeah. Goddamn, Channing Tatum shows up, uh-huh. which Soderbergh has a way of making Tatum, who is naturally gorgeous... Seem like an everyman. Mm. Like this in Logan Lucky, he mm. looks very like but not, not dumpy, not, but not Magic Mike though. No, Magic Mike, he's like, you gotta look like the Adonis that you are, yeah. so I'm gonna shoot you that way. But yeah, yeah, I, I see what you mean though. This Logan Lucky, and then there's also side effects with uh, Rooney Mara. Yeah, so I I find that very interesting. Mm. But uh, he shows up looking like you know he out there in the fucking Canadian wilderness cutting down trees like a lumberjack and mm. stuff. Like Dexter at the end of Dexter. And uh, tells Gina he hung over his shit. Yep. Asks the fucking waitress at this diner for a beer. They don't serve it, so he has to settle on coffees. Uh, and then he tells her to come with him. She says no, and she beats the fuck out of him. Yeah, and I like that they started things off with a fight scene that was like 
boom, this With is what cool you get in this movie, you know? This is the, 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 it sets the, sets the tone, it's the tone setter, it's the fucking, it's the metronome, mm-hmm. it's the, that you set your fucking watch to, uh, film-wise, aesthetically, and what you're gonna be getting out of it or whatever. Yep. Okay, lots of wide angles, lots of long takes, uh, lots of like breakaway, breakaway glass shit. getting fucking yeah, busted yeah, on people. Yeah, cool, cool gunplay sound. That was as soon as that fight happened. I was like, we need more of this. Yeah. And then it only and every we, we fight like up it. the ante. Yeah. And we need more of that in Hollywood in general. Yeah, it it honestly it makes me fucking a little bit furious knowing that Soderbergh doesn't make a lot of action movies. Uh, dude, seriously, because the man can shoot fucking action. I know. I mean, well, he can do just about fucking anything it seems, and yeah. that's what he keeps doing. But he's a jack of all trades. Master, Master of, of all, all of them. Rare, rare man. Yeah, the fact that we don't have, like, four fucking Haywire movies by now about Mallory Seriously, Payne. and this ends where it's like, this is set up. I need, yeah, I needed yeah, more. give me more. Because maybe she goes and starts working for Michael Douglas's. Shit, do a goddamn show. Do, yeah. like, a Showtime or Cinemax or an yeah. HBO show. Fucking yeah. Gina just whooping motherfuckers' asses. He's got the end with Cinemax yep. doing the Nick. Mm-hmm. Although I feel like that ended on bad terms, didn't it? He, well, he wanted to do season three entirely in black and white, and they were like, no. And then he was like, well, then Fuck I'm you. not going to make it. Hey, sticking to his guns. Yeah, good for him. Uh, so then, yeah, we um, she, she leaves the diner with Logan Lerman's fucking lame body double, mm-hmm. who I think... Lame, I, I, feel like he, I feel like he always just plays, like, mongoloids in movies. Yeah, probably. Um... But yeah, they leave, and she starts giving him the rundown, right. not the episode about the movie The Rundown. It, it does help to have that. Usually I don't like movies that start uh, at the beginning or at the end, and then they're like, let me show you how the beginning happened. I feel but like this, this works. This is helpful because it's a framing device that like, sort of keeps you grounded plot We are you, fake Lerman. Right. Yeah, so yeah, we're, yeah, we're exactly. you know. He's, he's your cipher, and then you get to... Or else, you know, like I said, you'd be behind the eight ball the whole film going, what's going on? Yeah. Who are these people? What right. are they doing it's, with it's the government? It's good to know that she knows that she's ahead of the curve or whatever. Now, what's questionable is her telling this random fucking kid all these dark fucking yeah. secrets. But hey, yeah, yeah, who yeah. am I to judge? Maybe yeah. she thought this was the end for her and she's like, be. somebody needs to tell my tale. Right, yeah, exactly. She's like, telling this young bard. True detective when they tell the journalist guy down in uh, South America all about it. Uh-huh. And they're like, all the, the corrupt men. Fucking. Gotta take them down. Gotta take them down somehow. Tell Maybe the people about us. This finger glove wearing Mitsubishi Lancey driver. Yep. And uh, so yeah, then we flash back to her getting ready for the job in fucking Spain mm-hmm. with Channing Tatum. Barcelona. In Barcelona. And so they, they go rescue Asian man. Mm-hmm. Some people try to kill him. Mm-hmm. They kill them. Mm-hmm. And then her and Channing Tatum's fuck. Yeah, she opens up his belt and is like, let's make a fucking meat child. Yep. Let's make bang. a bag of let's fucking bang, meat. bang, dog. And, uh, what do you think of the build-up to the, the, the scene where they bust out the hot Asian hostage man? Like them preparing for it. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was cool. I thought it was interesting. It's like it's mostly wordless. He keeps cutting to black and white for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like it'll go black. Where it's like almost like surveillance shit. Yeah, like yeah, uh, but it's very like jazzy and sort of uh, art housey, mm-hmm. experimental a little bit. Yeah, and I dug it because I I don't need to know their plan as much as like I need to know that they have a plan that they know right, what they're yeah, doing. Right. Yeah, you get to that, see them being professional. Exactly. Leon. You, yeah, you get you get enough of uh, yeah the setup to know to to appreciate the payoff. Yep. And uh, yeah, and I think that scene plays out fine. Like, oh yeah, he's definitely tapping into like his oceans resources there. It's almost like setting up the heist. Yeah, exactly. And then In uh, miniature. We get a shootout, which is cool. He definitely knows how to shoot like a fucking shootout. Uh-huh. Where it's 
it's not in your fucking face. It's very, like, visceral and real, where it's, like, later in the film they do, like, a, a crane shot where, like, it comes up over, and it's her using these two vehicles as cover, and we aren't, like, cutting into the bullets shooting these fucking people. We right. just see them drop in the, like, background. Soderbergh's got a way of making things look both easy and, like, very uh, elaborately choreographed. Yeah. I don't know how he does it. I mean, these fights definitely were elaborately choreographed. Yeah, I mean, he'll he'll just, like, hang back with the camera and let things play out, but you can tell that they're blocked perfectly. And Like, the scene where she's running away from the cops at one point in Dublin, mm-hmm. I think, and she, like, runs in, and then she goes, she starts to go down the stairs, and the camera starts to rise up, and it's going to do one of those, like, down-the-stairs shots, but then the cops come in, and then she runs back, and then it cuts to inside, and then she comes banging through this door. Yeah. Like, God damn. She kicks that fucking thing yeah. open. So this was cool. I thought this was, because uh, they always talk about, like, you know, fucking war movies. Actors will go, like, do fucking boot camp or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So for this, uh, Gina Carano underwent a six-week intensive tactical training course with Aaron Cohen, an ex-Israeli special ops fighter. Israel. Israel. She spent three hours a day in stunts and three hours a day with Cohen. During a particular harrowing two-week period with Cohen, when Cohen was teaching Carano the art of surveillance and counter-surveillance, he and his team tracked her via a GPS system installed in her car. He gave her a, a prop blue pistol to use as defense and intercepted her as she was coming out of a hair salon. I just got extensions and was feeling so pretty, and there he was, recalls Carano, laughing. He taught me entry and exiting a building, clearing a room. He put a GPS on my car. He, like, followed me around. He had me stalking people. He had people stalking me. They just put me with a soldier who had never done a film before, either. We were just a soldier and a fighter thrown together in these unique circumstances and got to know each other's backgrounds. I think that was the biggest part of my preparation. That sounds fucking nuts. Like, can you imagine? You're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this movie in, like, six weeks, and all of a sudden this goddamn... Fucking, uh, I'm picturing the uh, Israeli soldier from, uh, guy the from Ali G. Fucking yep. uh, Sasha Baron Cohen show. Yeah. yeah, and this dude just fucking comes out and tries to kidnap you. That reminds me of uh, Tom Cruise's preparation for Collateral, where he was like learning how to become a hitman, basically. Oh, really? And he would start like following around members of the production team and like follow them around in public, and then he would take like sticky notes and put them on their back, like, "Hey, you're assassinated." Oh my god! Like, I could have snuck up on you and killed you right That's here. That's awesome. I, there's a uh, there's a scene in Collateral that's apparently like shown in like military training and like police training that like he executes some like disarm move like so perfectly that it's oh the, probably in the alleyway maybe I, I think or, so it's I remember reading either, that either that or when he's in the club I remember I reading that like they use whatever fucking scene it was and I'm I know like, they they God do that, Cruise they do that for Heat as well uh, Val Kilmer has this tack reload oh really the, the big shootout that they show in like police training fuck yeah. I mean, fuck them, but, like, fuck yeah, these cool movies. <laughs> Tactics, baby. They're cool to see on screen. To fucking Toby. I mean, not yeah, to fucking him, but, like, he's a fucking man. Uh, so after they bust this dude out in Barcelona, then Ewan McGregor's like, hey, I need you to do another job. And she's like, nah, dog, I'm out. And he's like, come on, it'd be super easy. You got work for this, like, MI6 adjacent guy. And I'm you just trying pretend to, to be his girlfriend. Team. Yeah, and she's like, wait, hang on. I don't do this girly shit. Mm-hmm. Because we know she's a friggin' tough girl. She's a tough girl. She wears leather jackets. But, she wears boot-cut jeans. Yep. She dresses kind of like Michael Jordan a little bit. A little bit. But, you know, Ewan's like, come on, baby, look at you. Hey, you got big jugs. You, you got, can do it. You're my ex. I know what that body's rocking. You changed the locks, and I tried to sneak in like a weirdo. 
Couldn't get in. That's how you can tell he's a fucking freak right then and there. The guy doesn't respect her boundaries. Exactly. He's fucking. forcing his ex into... Also, he runs a private security firm. Yeah, can't trust I, those I took it that they were more like a Blackwater type of thing than anything. Yeah, that's what I got. It's yeah. when the government wants, like, full deniability, they right, call this right, group. Right, they, they seek out, like, a... Yeah, they're like, yo, go murder these people in other countries. Did they specifically say who Douglas was? Was he, like, CIA or NSA or something? Uh, I don't think they specifically said what organization he worked for but he definitely was government okay. like he worked for the government and then malik kane's an ex-marine ex-marine which her dad mentions and he writes in her little book semper fi yeah which is because i guess he was probably ex-marine yeah he's definitely military of some sort yeah um yeah runs in the family mm-hmm. and then blood. uh antonio banderas is like a spanish contact yeah i guess he works for whatever rodrigo the, yeah whatever the, the spanish, spain yeah. fbi cia mi6 is yeah and then Channing Tatum is just a pawn like Gina Carino. Yeah, I'm not sure if he had ex-military background or, like, what his deal was specifically, but he seemed very excited to, like, for this opportunity and to, like, get in with these guys. Because when he shows up, he's like, so do we, like, wait for the whole team or do you want to start now? Because I've got some ideas. Mm, like, so he's, he's fresh-faced. Yeah, he's fresh. He's, he's too much enthusiasm. Yeah. Um... So Ewan McGregor sends her to uh, Dublin, right, to meet yep. with this contact, and she's. It's supposed to be like a simple op where she plays the eye candy. Yeah, she plays the eye candy, and uh, meanwhile, Fastbender, I guess, works on this fucking this dude that whose house they're at. Uh, his his plot was uh, from from his side, his angle of things. He has to go in and assassinate the very same journalist. Okay, that's, yeah, yeah. Because they, they'd rescued him from him. Well, yeah, but she we don't know about, that at first. Right, right. From her view, it's like she's trying to get him to come to this team while he's working this job on the guy right. that, yeah. And then, so, like, the journalist had been auctioned off, they said. Yeah, the Asian man. Right, and then, so he's assassinating him for this dude. Stool, 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 blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Something. stool sample. We see sample. the conversation at the end. Stool sample meets with Antonio Banderas, and then this dissident journalist has been leaking information, and it's... Making it hard for Stool Sample to do his yeah. So they set up Stool Sample, kidnapped him, but then Antonio Banderas hired this team to unkidnap him, only to then kill him and frame Gina and her fucking team. So and Fastbender assassinates this guy and leaves her brooch in the yeah, guy's hand, which he gave her the brooch to like Kenneth gave her the brooch to like that would be like her contact right, signify like yeah. when Fastbender sees you, he knows it's you as you're wearing this yep. brooch. Yeah, and that way she's on camera with it, and yeah. she can go down. So then she goes to the hotel room, kills Fastbender, goes on the run. The Fastbender fight scene, as we mentioned, is it's amazing. great. It's so fucking yeah. good. Having sat through three hours of fucking cartoon men fight each other. Yeah, that on and Saturday, then the like, Game of Thrones, I watch that. I don't watch that shit. Very ineptly staged action in that. That's what I've heard. Very hard to see. I mean, meanwhile, I watched fucking Barry, and that shit fucking ruled. The fight scene in Barry was kind of similar to this, honestly. Yeah, A lot yeah. of, like, wide angles, Very, like, visceral takes, and... Yeah. Shit, getting thrown through shit and into shit, breaking mm-hmm. shit on people's heads. Little goddamn girls fucking yeah, letting the demon come fight. out. I posted this on Twitter, but if you liked that episode of Barry, check out this Korean movie called A Hard Day. I screen capped it so that okay. I can yeah, yeah I can find was, it. Sounds pretty damn good. Yeah. So then uh, she calls Michael Douglas, or Michael Douglas calls her rather. Yeah. And uh, he's like, "Yo, I need you to like work this angle to take down Kenneth." I know where Kenneth is. And uh, I'll help you get out of England mm-hmm. or out of out of Ireland. Out of Ireland. Yeah. Sorry. Where got the black bastards. The black bastards. 
Um, so yeah, he gets her out of Dublin. She said she went through from Dublin somewhere to then Canada, and that's where she meets little little fake Lerman at the right. diner. And then it catches back up to things. She had, like just crossed the border. She crashes into a deer. Oh, dude, I was losing yeah, it. Yeah, he did like that deer. That was probably, but the, the CGI deer. It was. Uh, it didn't look good, but it doesn't. I like the the plot device of the deer, like that. It comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Like little fake Lerman guy, like she's doing like cool like reverse work through the woods and shit off road. He's like, "You're a really good driver," and all of a sudden, a fucking deer just goes jumps behind him and goes through the windshield. It's the kind of thing you can't plan for. Yeah, I dug that. Um, and then yeah, she yeah, gets but just the, for me, that's like the one big out, outlier. When I look back at the film, I'm like, everything's so grounded and so, so visceral. But then you have this fucking cartoon deer. I just... I don't like cartoon deers. I don't like the cartoon aspect. Fucking three billboards looking deer. But I do think that uh, that plot device is grounded in that, like... You can't fucking control nature. It's like, she may have all the tactical skills in the world, but some freak fucking accident like this could oh, happen where... Believe me, I, I get it. But yeah, goddamn cartoon deer. Get these deer. cartoons out of here, dude. Kill a real deer, motherfucker. Yeah, kill a real deal, real deal deer on screen. Real deal deer. Andre Rublev, Tarkovsky style, shooting a horse through the fucking neck and making it fall down some stairs. I mean, how hard would it have been to shoot a deer on like a green screen? Get like a captive fucking deer, shoot on green screen, and then just use like a fucking stuffed dead <sighs> deer to just send through the windshield. What I'm asking for here is dummy ownage. Yeah, give a me deer some deer dummy. dummy. Give me a deer dummy. Fuck it up. And uh, yada, 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 fucking cops get killed. She goes to her daddy's house, sets up a trap for Kenneth. It doesn't quite work. But then she goes, she find, tracks Kenneth down to Mexico on a fucking beach and has like an MI2 fucking badass brawl with him. I was reminded of the beginning of On Her Majesty's Secret Ooh. Service. Yeah, I can see that too. Because Soderbergh has been on record as saying that's one of his favorite films. Fucking God Soderbergh. Yeah. Um, God Soderbergh. Soderbergh. He loves his pop. And that, that's something else... Um, He's, he's got a website, and one of the essays he has on there is about On Our Majesty's Secret Service, and like specifically the editing style in mm -hmm. that film. That's I, I saw his one video where he did Raiders black and white with the Trent Reznor score. Yeah. I dug that. Yeah, it's all about like visual storytelling mm -hmm. and shit, so it's like stripping down to its basics, so you yep. just focus on how, just the, the visual and yeah, how, how things are fed to you. How, you're, how you show the story rather than tell right. it. Right, which he's very good at. Yep, and he does emulate uh, the 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 editing, some of the editing tricks in On Our Majesty's Secret Service. That is, uh, I think it was Peter Hunt directed that one. He was like a longtime Bond editor, and it's a lot of uh, a lot of that one eighty one eighty breaking and like more uh, pre born, like giving the impression of action more so than action sometimes. Okay, so yeah, and that's so. I guess that's what like, I. It turns it into a more more of a flurry of action at times. Right, and that's, but yet somehow it doesn't seem like in your face like most modern action is, where it's like the punch happens or whatever, then they like slam cut into like something, but then they pull right, right back. Well, they shoot it all close to uh, hide the fact that it's not it's really fake. the actor yeah. doing it. Yeah. And it's just too many cuts. But in, in this, that. you've but got an actual this actor. This feels, you off. feel it. You said you didn't realize that she was a MMA fighter. Yeah, I had no movie. idea. Yeah, because you mentioned Rousey in like the first scene. Mm -hmm. I was sitting there thinking. This bitch She's is, the Rousey before Rousey. She was Rousey before Rousey, exactly. Yeah. Rousey is standing on her shoulders. She's got less uh, losses than Rousey. So. Yeah, yeah. And she didn't cry like a fucking baby when she lost to and Chris Cyborg. And she became an American gladiator. And she can actually act. Yeah, she's definitely a much better actress. Yep. Um, some A lot of her line delivery is kind of stilted. Well, she's you got know this, why. 
her dialogue is completely dubbed over. Is it really? By another actress. Really? Uh, apparently her voice wasn't deep enough for Soderbergh, oh. so he brought in uh, the chick from Sex Lives and Lies and Video or Cigarette, whatever the fuck the videotapes, whatever the fuck that movie was. Um, Sex Lies and Videotapes. Some shit, whatever. I I've, I've never seen it. I know what movie they're talking about. Uh, like cigarettes or whatever the fuck. God damn it. What the fuck? I was on a roll. I don't know, man. I'm fucking getting my words fucking I jumbled, dog. I want to know dog. who did the voiceover dub. Uh, Sex Lies and Videotape. Yeah. yeah Laura we... San Giacomo. Oh, okay, so not Annie McDowell. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Her voice was dubbed by by her. Yeah, so um, yeah, oh, they uh, one that. of the big complaints in this movie was that like her line delivery felt stilted, and it's like that shit's unfair to to Gina because yeah, we're not hearing Gina's actual exactly. Line. I was gonna say there's there's times where I think she comes off as like sarcastic when I don't think she's meant she's to meaning be. to be, yeah yeah. Like, and there's yeah. a lot of it, it makes sense when you think about how many times she has dialogue, but they're showing like the back of her yeah. head or something. Well, there's one line where they're she's at the party with Fassbender, and the guy's like, "Oh, you must be newlyweds. You're talking to each other and not the guests." Yeah. And then she has this line where she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Are we being rude?" And I don't think it was supposed to come off like that it was way. Snarky. No, I was like, it was more supposed like, to be more, "Oh, I'm sorry. Like, are we being like, rude? Like, oh, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't mean to be rude at your party, yeah, dude. Sorry. Rich man. Rich, rich man. Rich fucker. Rich bitch man." So anyway, after she fucking Ewan McGregor tries to run away and gets his foot stuck in a oh, rock like a dickhead, up, dude. Um, and then she lets him drown because fucking tides coming in, baby. Yeah. The fucking the moon's coming out and the tides are rolling up the beach. And I'm a werewolf. <laughs> and uh, then she uh, we cut. <laughs> Look at the huge spike in the sound. I love it. Werewolf spike. <laughs> and then. Uh, we cut to fucking Antonio Banderas. He shaved his beard, mm. got a cool mustache. Got the goatee. Smoking hot babe on his lap mm. in a bikini. He's wearing all white with oh a shirt open, God. gold chain. Hamburger meat showing. She takes a bite of a strawberry and then fucking puts it in his mouth. Mm. Then the doorbell rings. And so he's like, yo, chick, your turn. Oh, yeah. Go get the door. Oh, yeah. And then he fucking just lights up Jeez. a big cigar. Ooh. And it's, a, it's a, like you said, it's a whole big it's a cigar big sequence. Cigar sequence. Yep. Playing out, just unbroken take of him lighting it, puffing it, smoking it. And then he gets up because the girl hasn't come back. And one of my favorite acting choices is he's walking into the house and he's just like scratching his belly. Mm. I'm just like, dude, God, God fucking Banderas. Life in Mallorca. He was. I thought that was interesting that at the beginning, you and McGregor was like, after you pull up this operation, you and me will go to Mallorca as friends, as friends. Don't worry. Yeah. But then uh, Banderas is in Mallorca at the end, which makes me think that Ewan McGregor was like, all right, I'm going to have this, I'm going to have Fassbender take her out. And he's like, as a, as a show of my respect to you, I'm going to give you my uh, reservations at this via in Mallorca. Yeah. And I'll meet you there if yeah, everything goes yeah. well. And it does not. Oh. And then uh, from fucking up on top the roofs like a fucking gargoyle, Gina fucking drops down behind mm. fucking Antonio. Mm. Antonio knows his time is up. He says... Sheet. He says sheet. Sheet. Hashtag times up. Ti- yep. It's a times up. Hashtag movie. times up. This was up. times up before times up. Gina's coming for y'all, motherfuckers. Times up, fast bender, real life domestic abuser. Oh man. Times it- up, you and McGregor. Uh, what did he do? 
In the movie. Oh, yeah, I'm okay. I'm trying to say all the all, all the characters, time's up for them. Time's up, Ewan McGregor. Uh, your excuse was that when Mallory Kane left your business, she's going to take all the business with her. But really, we know what the problem was. It was because she broke up with you, yeah. and you were being Tom Your business petty. sucks, dog. You were being fucking petty. I thought you were going to fucking kill me and like say that you and no. McGregor like raped somebody no, or something. I'm like, dude, I fucking love you and McGregor. Please he, do not do he this He did to leave me. his longtime wife for Mary Elizabeth Winston. Yeah. Hey, who wouldn't? Hey, and guess what? They felt very bad about it and everything, but no. you you know what? Motherfucker's gonna love who they want to love. Mm. It's not like he beat his wife up and then left her mm. or something. It's no. just, it wasn't working. The flame wasn't there, man. Right, and he looked up at Mary Elizabeth Winstead's long legs and, and said, she has the high ground in this relationship. My flame might not be up, but my, my lightsaber, lightsaber is. <laughs> she got the high ground. Kill younglings! Time's up, Antonio Banderas, using women as props. Uh-huh. Uh, saying, what did he say about Gina Carano? She's, uh, you only have to look at her. To know she's, like, perfect for yeah, this job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck you, dude. She's more than tits and ass. Time's up, Channing Tatum. I don't really know what you did, but being over-enthusiastic, like you said, and listen to orders, becoming a, a traitor to your homie who, uh-huh. who banged you right she after the knew. first mission, dude. She gave you a piece, mm-hmm. and you fucking turned around and fucking backstabbed her. And you didn't believe her until uh, you saw on a picture on a phone of the a, a dead Asian man. Yeah, and you had a fucking bullet in your gut from yeah. fucking Ewan, so... So, hashtag believe women. Yeah, not believe women. Not time's up for you, but maybe hashtag believe, believe women. Believe women, yep. Hashtag not time's up for Bill Paxton. He was a good ally. He was dope. Hashtag eating pussy does not cause throat cancer. Get with the fucking program, Michael Douglas. Yeah. You fucking maniac. Hashtag time's up to those uh, Irish cops who got their asses kicked. That's what you get for being boys in blue, you fake-ass motherfuckers. Yeah, dude. Guess what? Cops in fucking Ireland don't carry guns. So why the fuck would you think that they were calling you out with the fucking big machine guns? You swap motherfucker. Yeah. Pooch, we are almost done, buddy, and nobody is out there. He's making noises like a little piglet. He is. Should Powers Booth have been in this movie? Goddamn right. Michael Douglas' Michael role. Michael Douglas' role. I like yeah. Michael Douglas. I like DQ. Like you said, you almost too. had it, but... Go on. Yeah, I mean, that's the uh, perfect role for Booth. Go on, blind buddy. Oh, my gosh. Be free. I can't really... Uh, I mean, I I don't see him as a ex-lover of Carano. No, no, not at all. I don't see him being a, a young, fresh space spy or a British spy, although I'd love to hear it's, Mike Booth's British accent. It's really, I think, the two options are either Michael Douglas or Bill Paxton. Yeah, but uh, and, uh, I'd, I'll I'd, take Paxton. I'll over. take Paxton over Douglas any yep. day. Yeah, I like Douglas. I do too, and I think it's hilarious that he thinks he got fucking throat cancer from eating uh, <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones's pussy. But yeah, you know, she got ra- irradiated from the lasers and uh, whatever helps you sleep at night, dog. Entrapment. Yeah, the, the entrapment lasers. <laughs> the entrapment lasers. They irradiated her, her pussy. pussy. Oh my god. Um, who was the hottest person in this movie? It's tough. Because I really, I was digging Antonio Banderas. Mm. But, dude, I After think... After seeing his pecker a little bit. I th- No, I think I fell in love with Gina Carrero in this film. Mm. G- <laughs> Gina Carano? Yeah. Gina, whatever the fuck. Gina Carino. I'm a big fan. Um, she does it for me. Yeah. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. You like that? She's... I like the fact that it's almost like... You like a, a woman who can beat you up? Yeah, you know, I have an infatuation infatuation with Ruby Rose. Right. Um, I like that not only does she exude, like, femininity, but she could easily fucking snap my neck like a goddamn twig. Mm. You know, like... Yeah. Break you like, if somebody like fucking group. Yeah, if somebody put their hands on her, she gonna break their fucking hands. Mm. She don't need no man to stand up for mm. her. Stand back. Uh-huh. Time's up. 
Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. Um, I did wonder while we were watching it what our special guest Nikki from our fast redo episodes would think about Gina's outfits. You, what do you think? You think she would not like the outfits, or I'm I don't know. We'll, maybe we'll show her some when we record our Fast Five episode. I think she would definitely dig the uh, the kind of like maroon leather jacket she had. Yeah, that's a that, cool jacket. That's a very Nikki type about, jacket. I don't know about those boot cut jeans or that big fuzzy hat thing that she was wearing at one point. I like the big fuzzy hat. Um, yeah, not good for staying uh, incognito. I don't. If think, anything, though. I think it is good for staying incognito because no badass motherfucker would wear such a goofy hat. Mm, that's true. You'd that's see that goofy point, hat yeah. and you'd be like, reverse psychology. That chick ain't doing shit. Yeah. Uh, hottest person for me? I mean, Banderas looked like the ultimate chill motherfucker at the end. I love him with the big beard, uh-huh. but man, in that white cotton fucking oh. get up. He goes from like daddy mode to like daddy, daddy mode. mode. Yeah. Uh-huh. God, Banderas did look good. Hey, puppy. Um... I know we shit talk Fastbender, but I think the first time I saw this was uh, right around the time of X-Men First Class as well, and Inglorious Bastards, and that was like the trifecta where I was like, God, if this guy was Bond, he'd be a killer Bond. He would be a killer Bond, but, but I will I, say... I do love Daniel Craig. Can't. There were too many times in this movie where Fastbender looked like he was on a bender. Definitely, but hey, man, that only makes him more attractive in my eyes. Yeah. The man love likes me, his drink. Alcoholic Irishman. Goddamn right. Um... Not a fan of, of uh, fresh-faced Ewan McGregor, honestly. I like him, like, nah. bearded Obi-Wan style. Yep. Yeah. He's more, like, wisdom. Yeah. Paxton. Yeah. God, Paxton. And Channing, God like Douglas. I said, he was just kind of, like, he, dressed down yeah, like an everyman. Yeah, he definitely de-emphasizes his sexuality in this. Yep. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Banderas. All right. Full Banderas. Gina and Banderas, Little dude. Little prick and all. Holding it down. Little, little uncut cigar and all. You know what? He... he he doesn't need a fucking big dick no. when he's got that beautiful accent, that yeah. goddamn charisma. Yeah. Hey, I'm a sapiosexual. Just yeah, uh, say nice things in a uh, beautiful language in my ear. Wait, mm-hmm. Sapiosexual is like attracted to intelligence. Yeah, exactly. Just say intelligent things in my ear in a sexy, yeah. sexy Spanish Zorro accent. voice. Yeah, hello. Oh, see, I am the Flones B. <laughs> I, I am, am I am the Fox. I am Thanos. Ew. Uh, out of six Coronas, how many would you give to this? Uh, I'm gonna give this four and a half. Mm. It's it's nice and easy, mm, easy breezy cover girl, and the action mm. is fucking awesome. Mm. The plot, whatever, it, it gets us from point A to point B. The, well, the thing, the most telling line about the plot, I think, is when she's talking to that guy at the party, and he's talking about the maze. And he's like, have you been to the maze? Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's a little dark. And then what does like, he that's say? That's the best time. Yeah, exactly. And that's what this movie is like. It's like stumbling through a little dark maze. Uh, you're supposed to... He, he also says something about it, like you have to appreciate the journey or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what this is. It's about appreciating the journey, or the plot, the Byzantine plot sort of just falls by the wayside. It's not about that. It's about the pleasures of, of star power and of ass-kicking and of mm-hmm. uh, just watching some of these compositions that Soderbergh dreams up. And women, women owning men. Yeah, and hashtag time's up. My... One of my favorite shots is when she's watching Fassbender and the rich guy go out to that barn, and you can see her face sort of reflected in the window. I love that. And she puts two on top of two. Mm, I put two on top of two. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm going to give it five Coronas. Okay. Five, six. Maybe even five and a half. 
know. You know what? I'm a bump. I'll go from four and a half to five. Five. I'll go to it to an this easy is, flat. I think five. this might be fast aside. This is probably the best movie we watched so far. Yeah. 2019. I think. Yeah, this year definitely 2019's yeah. highlight. Yeah, uh, and it only gets better the more you rewatch it. As with many Soderbergh joints. Ninety four minutes. It doesn't leave enough time for you to get fucking bored. No, not at all. I mean, shit. I love a good 90-minute romp. Mm-hmm. Mm. Especially with some fucking ass-kicking women, dude. Honestly, now I'm sad that they just fucking get rid of her in Fast 6. Yeah. She would have been a and badass. Then, and then we only get, like, that one f- barely fight scene with Michelle Rodriguez in the plane. Yeah. It's like we could have had her in the all-female fucking team-up if oh, they hadn't actually, wasted her. Actually, she fights Michelle Rodriguez in the subway. In the subway, yeah. Too. And that's yeah. a decent fight. Yeah, that is. Um, but, yeah, it's just... She fucking rules gina i'm a i'm a big i'm gonna start the goddamn gina crown fucking fan club hey you never know maybe she's still alive after getting shot from a moving plane with a harpoon gun if she's alive then fucking han better be coming yeah, back I with know, like a right? robot arm yeah. or something make the man a bionicle yep make han a hashtag time's up hashtag believe women hashtag make han a bionicle yep a bionicle bionicle yeah beautiful i'm davis i'm champs this has been pod fast and pod furious next week we will be watching avatar starring michelle rodriguez Oh shit! I, I own that on Blu-ray. I'm pretty sure. All right, well get so, your get your ponytail I'll ready. I'm fucking out to track it down. Get your ponytail ready. We're gonna link uh-huh. ponytails. We're gonna link week. them up. Fucking mm-hmm. come to each other's ponytails. Jake Sully. <laughs> How long is fucking Avatar? Too long. Two, I'll tell you that much. Two long and a half hours. Yep. Two forty-two. Yeah, I bought it because it was shorter than Endgame. I bought it on Blu-ray because it was on sale for five bucks, and I'd never seen it, and I was like. Fuck it. Hey. <laughs> High def, baby. Shorter than Endgame. Yeah, everything Plus, is. Plus, Vin, Vin's joining the Avatars, possibly. Vin's joining the Avatars, so. and yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. I've been Davis. I've a chance. Salute. Me familia. Salute. <laughs>